Hey guys, and welcome back to the You Know The Drill podcast, a podcast hosted by me, Faris, and my mate, Robbie, two fourth-year dental students producing content for all your dental needs. Whether you're a dental student or applicant, if you want to learn more about the reality of dentistry, this is a podcast for you. If you want to keep up to date with all our episodes, follow our podcast on your platform of choice, and check out our Instagram and TikTok at You Know The Drill podcast. Thank you. So, today, we're back. Just me and Faris, once again. Sober. Your two favorite podcast hosts. You love our voices. We know you don't want to hear anyone else. So you're just like, you know what? Let's come back and give you some class content. Go on, Robbie. What are we talking about today? We are going to cover the topic of imposter syndrome. Um, mm. It's quite an interesting topic. Um, it is. Commonly, you know, referred to by a few of our, you know, dental colleagues. Um, and yeah, we just thought it's important to touch on because um, it's... It, you know, you kind of need to have ways to be able to deal with that feeling because you're not going to go very mm. far if you always um, think that you're an imposter. Um, but, exactly. do you know, just to just to start off, definition of imposter syndrome from Google, yeah. for those of Ooh. you that don't know what it is. Look at you, you're probably getting those sources. <laughs> it, um, so imposter syndrome refers to an internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be. Yeah, so, it's kind of like, um, it's this idea that I, I think, like to like, dumb it down for me to understand it, it's like, you don't think that you deserve what you've got, you mm. kind of think it was luck or a factor that's out of your control, and as a result, any achievement that you have isn't, isn't you know, worth it, or you don't deserve to be there in a sense. Does that make, does yeah. that, do you think that makes sense? Yeah, like you don't deserve yeah. to be there, you don't feel like you belong there, um, and, and it's quite common because in, in dentistry, I think there's a very steep learning curve and everyone is, you know, going through that curve at different paces to others. So I think, you know, for it kind of leads to a kind of um, thought process of, oh, why are other people getting the hang of this quicker than I am? Um, and that can lead to thoughts of, mm -hmm. do I belong here? Um, you know, do I deserve to be here if I can't get the hang of it as quickly as other people? Is there something wrong with me? You know, kind oh. of, kind of that. I think that's probably the biggest issue. What about you, Faris? Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I think as well in dentistry, it's really common because, you know, I'd say, I'd say on average, like the people around are quite smart. Like you, you feel it. People aren't, mm -hmm. you know, they're on top of things. They're quite naturally intelligent. And that's a, a, a double-edged sword in the sense of, by being quite smart, it's nice because you have people around you, like you can kind of drive to each other together. But at the same time, one part of your brain is thinking, okay, well, that means I need to constantly be achieving things. And if things don't come easily, that makes me like, mm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing things correctly. There's something wrong. Okay. Or it goes under the other route, which is even more upsetting, which is like when you're on the backseat and you're looking at everyone else doing well, and you're thinking, oh, well, if they're doing that, that's the, that's the, that's the normal. I'm not able to achieve that, which also means I'm, I'm an imposter. So even like, it's kind of like this internal battle based on, you know, your observations of others. But at the same time, it's, 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 I think it comes out of this root of like comparison. And it's why, like I always personally preach, you shouldn't compare yourself to others. And I know it's a difficult thing to say and everyone's like, Oh, don't compare yourself. But honestly, there is no value in comparing yourself to others. The only way I think that, you know, if you're going to compare quote unquote yourself to other people, I wish you guys could see the air quotes right now. Um, <laughs> it would be to be like, okay, well they're doing this. I think that's really cool and really interesting. What can I do to try and achieve that as well? 
I don't think of it as, oh my God, this person's achieved so much. I'm a failure. I just think of it as, whoa, I'm really impressed. Like someone's done this. Like they're the same as me. They're in the same year as me. They're in the same, you know, um, situation as me. How have they managed to achieve this? So I, I take the route of like, okay, let me go talk to them. Let me find out what they're doing. Um, see what I can learn rather than, yeah. oh God, I should have done it myself. You see yeah. what I mean? Kind of using it as like inspiration. Exactly. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, to, to be fair, like looking at other people and comparing yourself to others as well, I think is, um, you know, probably the biggest reason um, for feeling, you know, the feeling of imposter syndrome. I think yeah. also um, you touched on, you know, us dental students being quite, you know, academically clever. Um, mm. I think, you know, some of the reasons that lead to the feeling of imposter syndrome is that in school, I mean, you need you need the top grades to be able to get into dentistry. So it's most likely that in school you were towards the top end of your class. And when you come to dentistry, you're kind of um, put into a cohort of really intelligent other people. And you may be kind of sitting at the middle or towards the bottom end. And it's the first time in your life that you've kind of felt like that. And that can lead to a feeling of, oh my gosh, you know, um, do I belong here? Do I deserve to be here? Um, because you're not quite at the top as you were before. And then also another thing I think is social media, especially for mm. dental students yeah. that have started like seeing patients and practicing dentistry. I think looking at social media and seeing all these beautiful, um, you know, composites, um, ortho, Invisalign, um, you know, you name it, implants. And then you kind of have the sense of, oh, well, when I start practicing my restorations, my implants, my crowns, my all of this needs to be perfect. Um, and obviously uh, these people that you're seeing online, they're you know, either specialized or they focus on that um, one aspect mainly in their practice, um, in their practicing career, sorry. So I think it continues with you into your practicing career. And I think it's I think it's very dangerous um, having social media, um, you know, kind of influence you and it can potentially lead to having that feeling of imposter syndrome. Yeah, I think you've raised a really, really good point there. And it's kind of summarized the things we said. Like social media is, has, has catalyzed this idea of comparing yourself to others, which, and, and it's sad to say, it just sets unrealistic standards which makes a lot of people like really upset when they shouldn't be i always think of it as you know you shouldn't be looking at those around you to as we've said like this idea of oh they've how have they done this and i can't do it it should be through inspiration and with regards to yourself like one of the ways to kind of get through this idea of imposter syndrome instead of looking at others oh they've done this they've done that it's just focusing on yourself taking things one step at a time like don't focus on the end goal with regards to you know oh i need to be able to do like these composites in this particular way and have the perfect morphology on my lower right six. Think of it as what's the next small improvement I can make and how is that going to make my, my life better? How can I do that to, you know, and, and ensure that you're, you feel like you're constantly improving basically. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a hard thing for me to talk about because <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of a situation where I felt like an imposter. I, would, I don't think there's any part where I felt it explicitly like I, I don't deserve to be here. But there have been opportunities where I was like, am I doing enough? Like, should I be doing more? Um, 
do I need to put more time into dentistry? Do I need to put more time into my degree, my studies, et cetera? Because you do see other people around you. And even though I don't compare myself to others, and I think I'm I'm, I'm pretty good at like kind of staying in my own lane with yeah. regards to like, you know, what I'm doing, but it's impossible not to see what other people are doing. Like, you know, you hear, oh, I was studying this, this, this. And I'm just thinking like, <laughs> wait, we did a lecture on that? Like, <laughs> when was this? So I think for me, the way I've kind of, felt this quote-unquote imposter syndrome isn't necessarily that I don't think I need to be there but I just sometimes feel like am I doing enough like is 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 there more that can be done and as a result it kind of gets you in this negative loop of oh god I need to do something or else I'm not going to achieve what I want to achieve um so that's kind of how I've experienced it what about you Mm -hmm. um no I think I've definitely experienced it before I've definitely had periods where I've just thought to myself like wow this is you know a tad overwhelming at the moment um do i do i belong here am i am i good enough for this degree and whatnot um but i think the it's it's a roller coaster those feelings come and go definitely um the main way i dealt with it is just literally kind of focusing on myself and it kind of goes back to what faris was saying earlier about staying in yourself and trying to block out you know comparing yourself kind of just said to myself well you know, I'm here now um, and I, I do enjoy dentistry. Let me try and improve myself. And Faris always says, you know, if try to improve yourself by 1% every day, <laughs> but you can really apply it to, to clinical practice. Let's and, go. <laughs> you, can, you can really apply it to clinical practice and, and the academic aspects of dentistry. So, um, for example, trying to get through lectures um, a bit quicker and trying to develop new ways to retain knowledge that way you can you know do a bit better in exams and hopefully that will lift your spirits and then in terms of clinical practice um, you know messaging people that you might see online or asking your tutors for tips and tricks on how to improve your clinical practice um, yeah I think those are that's my personal experience of it and yeah. those are ways that I've dealt with it I think I think also we touched on the reason. So I think, you know, it happens because you're coming from the top of your class going into uni um, with a bunch of intelligent people and also social media influences. But there's mm. also the aspect of um, perfectionism. Yeah. Is that a word? Perfectionism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfectionism. Yeah. Yeah. Perfectionism. Um, <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> a, lot, a, a lot of us um, are perfectionists. Um, mm. And that causes us to have a feeling of imposter syndrome in dental school because in dental school, you're doing everything for the first time and no one's going to be perfect the first time Mm -hmm. around. Yep. So yeah, that's just my personal view. I I really love how you said that. It's it's, it's so good that you mentioned that point of you're doing everything for the first time. I know a lot of you might be thinking, oh, that makes sense. But people think, oh, you're doing everything for the first time, like as in, oh, you're learning new content in lectures. No, because they're skills you've curated over many years. Like you still learn from you know, like reading a whiteboard and listening to your teachers before. So there's things that have been emulated in your past life before dentistry that you can take uh, take uh, skills from and experiences from and apply them. But with things that are clinically based, te- when were you doing composites with a six-year-old? Like you weren't. Like there's certain clinical skills and practical applications that you have that you are really doing for the first time in dentistry. Mm. And as a result, you do feel like you're just being dropped in the deep end. And yeah, you get that support from your tutors and from the people around you. You know, it is good and you get a lot of like that that backing. But you, because of that perfectionism when you're in, at the back of your head and this idea of, you know, naturally I should I, I should be getting this, 
And when there's a learning curve to something and it takes longer than what you usually feel in regards to like your learn, like, mm. like the traditional academic learning, you're like, wait, is there something wrong? And when you go down that pathway of thinking, oh, is there something wrong? It goes from, is there, is there something wrong to, wait, am I, is there something wrong with me specifically? Like, or, and then it gets a bit deeper and it's like, do I deserve to be here? And that's why I think imposter syndrome is so common in, in dentistry and in medicine and in, in law and in a lot of these subjects. And just generally in a lot of, you know, competitive, um, yeah, like subject areas and mm-hmm. courses, because it's, it's kind of difficult. It's like, do I actually deserve to be here? And, you know, I'll tell you guys, yeah, you do. Like, you know, if you didn't deserve to be there, you want to be there. <laughs> that's how mm-hmm. I think of it. You know, the, these places aren't just taking you because they think you're a nice person. You've got a place at that university or on that course or, uh, you know, whatever you've decided to do, that apprenticeship, because you deserve to be there. And as a result, there's going to be challenges on the way. But the way to deal with them isn't by saying, you know, oh, uh, you know, uh, is this difficult because I'm not meant to be here? It's more like, okay, well, there's difficulties. How can I embrace them? How can I take these opportunities to improve myself? And by having that shift in your mindset, it really Mm. allows you to overcome so many obstacles especially in dentistry, like even between me and Robbie, you know, we have very different ways of approaching like problems. Like I'm sure Robbie hates me sometimes. And I'm just like, Oh, Robbie, it's all right. You know, just think of it. Think of this, like, it's okay. And then Robbie's a little bit more analytical. And he's like, look, Faris, yeah, I get that. But there's something, this is why this is a problem. I don't like this. I don't like that. So Mm. we have different ways of dealing with our problems. Um, But yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's interesting though. Like we're both doing the same degree, but we have a very different way of like interpreting issues when we, when we get faced with them in, in dentistry, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I really, really like when you said change your mindset because yeah, it, it is all about mindset. And I think there's two very key and important messages that I would really like the listeners to take home from this if they're feeling imposter syndrome and they're unsure of how to deal with it. Um, remember, whatever course you're doing, medicine, dentistry or, or whatever, remember that you have been screened by an admissions team beforehand who have tested you at interview level, um, who have tested you in admissions tests. And these admissions tutors and admissions teams have been trained to handpick the people that they think are going to be able to succeed at the course. Um, so that's that's the first point. And the second point is everyone always started off at the bottom, no matter how famous um, an example you can think of, you know, for example, mm. Leo Messi, Ronaldo, whatever, whatever sport, anything. Everyone started off from the beginning, from the bottom, and they weren't perfect yeah. at it straight away. And it's the exact, exact same with dentistry. No one is yeah. perfect at it straight away. It's a learning curve. So, yeah, those are the two messages that I, yeah. I hope people can take home. Exactly. And one thing I will also say is this is like just kind of adding on and like diverting. When Robbie's saying, you're, no one's perfect at the start. It doesn't mean some people are naturally better at things though, and you do need to be aware of that. Like you have to accept oh, yeah. that. You know, yeah. Like some of us, like, just, it's, that's just life. Like some people are just actually better <laughs> at doing things yeah. than others. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean you can't reach that, but like it's good to be aware of it. But I, I see what Robbie means in the sense of yeah, like no one is perfect at the start. Like that's absolutely true. But I gotta admit, sometimes when I'm looking about and I'm looking at someone's composite and I'm like, wow, you did that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> and I look at mine, I'm like, blob. <laughs> so, you know, um, but in those moments, and, and this is why I mean the, the mindset, like, I don't think of it as, oh, that person's so much better than me. I think of it as, oh, cool. They managed to re- recreate the anatomy real world. Let me ask them how they did that. So I, mm. I try and take these opportunities to just learn. Um, 
I'm a big believer in, as as Robbie said, like, in, <laughs> like just 1% every day. If you can improve yourself 1% every day, it, it, it makes an immense change. And it really allows you to, to reach your fullest potential. And when it comes to things like imposter syndrome, being able to identify the things that are causing this upset and this stress and trying to utilize them as passion and motivation can be such a such an amazing tool. And we know it's difficult and we know it can be really scary. And, you know, I'm sure there's some dental students listen to this, some people, you know, applicants as well with your A-levels, you might be thinking, oh, this is really hard. Why am I finding it so hard? Everyone's different. And you need to embrace those differences and allow your experiences to shape you rather than allow them to, you know, bog you down and make you feel like you're, you're not worth the time or you're not worth the effort. Because we're going to tell you now, it's just not true. The only person that can determine your worth is yourself. It's no one else. It's not based on what others' perceptions of you are. It's not based on um, the the level of the people around you. Mm. It's only based on what you think of yourself. So you need to change the way you think of yourself to provide yourself, you know, with, with just a better outlook on life, basically. It's, it's all about mindset, honestly. I, I feel like I'm one of those, like, health coaches, like, <laughs> yeah, it's all about your mindset, bro. Yeah. But honestly, it sounds very abstract, but practically speaking, it can be done. It's just trying to compartmentalize those issues and find ways to creatively um, tackle them and improve them. And yeah, as Robbie said, like having a support network, people around you and just working through things can be an amazing way to do that. Yeah, yeah. Always asking for help as well, I think is something really simple. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely. No, no matter, even if you think that you might be a bit embarrassed to ask for help, just um, try and put, you know, that ego to, to one side for a little bit and just ask for help and, and think of ways you, you know, sorry, find out ways that you can improve. Like Faris was saying, um, I think that's one key thing to, to dealing with imposter syndrome. And then mm. I think having these mechanisms in place, like to ensure you don't go down a negative spiral, because as we've kind of talked about before, it, it can just be a negative spiral. One thing leads to another and and you can feel like you really, really don't belong on the course. But yeah, having these mechanisms like asking people for help, um, you know, trying to stop comparing yourself to others and, and focus on improving yourself um, each day. I think those are really, really effective ways of getting out of that negative spiral um, and really just being able to like kickstart your 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 career let's say because let's be honest like you can be your own worst enemy at times and if you're constantly having these doubts about yourself you're never going to be able to really practice your best dentistry and be able to treat patients in the most effective um ways and and be successful so i really think that getting over this imposter syndrome quite early on in your career is going to be the way to kickstart your success and really get you feeling good about the profession again yeah definitely and it's challenging and it can be a bit you know difficult um i'm sure there's some amazing guides out there on the internet on, on youtube i remember seeing a couple of videos by like ali abdal and elizabeth phillips if you guys want to check those out on imposter syndrome um and yeah it's uh, it, it's tough but you know what's it's kind of comforting to know that other people suffer it too and that's why we thought we'd make this podcast to make it you guys aware that you know like everyone deals with it it's a very normal thing hmm. but not everyone knows how to solve it. That's where the issue lies. And that's why we kind of want to give you guys some of the ways that we've kind of dealt with it, like helping, you know, changing our mindset and working with others, like getting that support network. And through that, it allows for a lot of growth and allows you to redevelop yourself to the best version of yourself, basically. So yeah, I think, uh, I think that's it, Robbie. I think we covered everything. Yeah, we really 
hope that you guys could take something away from this episode. And if you're going through, you know, this feeling, you can really resonate with some of the things that we've said and hopefully be able to change your mindset and start feeling positive again. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, so thank you guys for listening to the You Know The Draw podcast as always. Yes. And to find out more about dentistry, the application process and stay up to date with the podcast, make sure you follow at You Know The Draw podcast on Instagram and TikTok and at Faris Dent on YouTube for all your dental needs. Thanks for listening. Peace out.